Welcome to Conscious Corner, brought to you by Conscious Coaching, Inc. So today we are going to talk about our love stories and uh, all about our love stories. And Lauren is back today. Hello, everybody. Before we start into our love stories, so we're going to tell you about our own and some others that we love. But first, I want to give out a shout out to all the people that make this happen and these podcasts happen and us sound great. Joel, he's our audio production guy from East Coast Radio Creative. You can find him at eastcoastradiocreative.ca. And all the music that you hear before and after the program, that's uh, brought to you by The Music Assembly, and you can find them at themusicassembly.com. Yes, so thank you. Yes, thank you. And uh, so back to our story. So because this is our month of love, and we're going to continue that for the rest of the month, What are your stories and what are your love stories? Because you hear a lot about celebrity love stories Mm -hmm. and and things like that. But it's nice to know just about the people around you and what their love stories are. And I don't know, I don't know about you, Lauren, but I when people start tell me about how they met, I'm always so intrigued. Oh, for sure. I feel like that's always kind of the first kind of get to know you question is how did you meet your partner? And tell me that story. And it's it's fun to hear like the funny ones. And there's also like, you know, the realistic ones. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's the ones that make me laugh the most are the ones who start out by saying, Oh my God, I hated him. Oh right. right. I feel like those are like fifty percent of the ones, exactly. And those are always the like the happiest couples, right? Yeah, it's so funny. So I'm gonna tell you about my love story. And it's so funny. So I I gave you little tidbits, you know, through our podcast of my life and who I am and how I do things or how I met my partner or what kind of person I am. I but um so it's kind of weird, my love story. It's not, no, but that's what makes it amazing, not, right? It makes it your own. Yeah, I, it is. And it's, so, you know, no judgment here, people. No <laughs> judgment. It's a little unique, kind of funny. I always think that when we tell the grandkids, it will be a good story. Oh, for sure. Right? <laughs> because I'm divorced, we actually met each other at the law firm. And so I worked at the law firm and I was a family law clerk and the lawyer I was working with was the lawyer that actually did his divorce. So I got to see this guy all the time. And at first I, I like, I thought he was cute, but he's just a client, right? So you can't really, I didn't really look at him in any other way other than he was cute. But over the course of time, and it took a while, so it probably took close to a year. And, uh, you kind of get to know people and, and so we talk, and most of the talk was just more of legal stuff, right? right? Like, hey, I need this document. Hey, you got to come in and sign this. Yes. You know, all that kind of stuff. So so it was all like that. But as time went on, I noticed more and more that there was little flirtations. And, <laughs> and, and then I noticed that I was, you know, when I knew he was coming in, I would have a hard time finding clothes that day or want to look a little bit better, right? And I didn't really notice it at first. Oh, so you didn't realize. I didn't realize at first until one day the lawyer was working with, she's like, oh, Leah, you look so nice today. Why are you so dressed up? Oh, just dead giveaway. And then it dawned on me. I'm like, oh my, oh my God. Well, the only person coming in today (laughs) is is my husband, well, now my husband, yeah. but, right? And, uh, and I'm like, okay, and his name is Jed. So yeah. he's, <laughs> he's okay if I say this. He loves telling this story. <laughs> and uh, so, 
Right. So I thought, oh my God, why am I so dressed up? Right. And then it dawned on me. I thought, wow, I think I like this guy. So it was coming towards the end of his divorce and things were being finalized and all that was being done. And so I had to sign a final document with him. It was the very last day. And for some reason, I knew in the back of my mind, I thought, you know what? I'm going to look a little bit hotter today. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. He signs this document. Were you Fire. hoping that he was going to like ask you about or were you going to say something or what was going through your head? Well, I, I wasn't going to say anything at all because okay. I didn't know if I was allowed to date him or right. not. I mean, because I'm not a lawyer. Of course. And, right? But I also didn't know if that was just sort of law firm etiquette. Right. That, and, who, and who are you going to ask? Right. Like, yeah. And so, right. So I didn't, re- I wasn't going to say anything, but I was hoping at least he might notice. And anyway, he came into the office and we finalized everything and we were in the boardroom and all of a sudden he turned to me and he said, Leah, I don't know if this is really bold or not, or if this is overstepping. Oh my he said, but would you like to go out for a drink? Wow. So now I'm so ecstatic, but I went stupid. Like no, I just <laughs> of course. Oh no. I I didn't know what to say. So I said, Well, why don't you leave me your information and and your contact info? And maybe I'll give you a call. And so he looked at me. I want it to was, cover my eyes. For those of you who can't see, I want to cover my eyes right now. Oh my God. So it was I, I must have been about 50 shades of red. Of course. Right? I am right now. And and I'm not yeah, even, yeah. I, and so, and he stopped and he looked at me. He said, well, Leah, he said, I think you know more about my life than any person on the planet. Right. He said, and I think you have all of my contact info. And I looked at him and I went, right, right. Okay. So why don't I get back to you? And so, <laughs> so this is he, so cute. Uh, so he left, and he was like, oh, okay, fine. Sure, he left, and, and we parted ways. And then I was kicking myself, thinking, shit, like, what did I just do? Right. Idiot, you know. And so I went in, and I talked to actually our department head at the time, and I said, okay, this is what's happened. I like this guy, but what do I do? And she said, well, Leah, you're not a lawyer. This standard doesn't hold to you, too. And uh, <laughs> so after that, I'm like, crap, now what do I do? Right, because- <laughs> you were just trying to do the right thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I said, because I didn't know if it was proper etiquette. He's a client. I do know, I don't want to make it look like I'm preying on the vulnerable, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, the newly divorced man. Right, yeah. and so, so Anyway, and so now I'm thinking, okay, so this is okay. I don't know what to do. How do I now have, like, this, we're finalized everything here. So his file is now closed. So I'm thinking, how do I get in contact with him without making it look so obvious? <laughs> so, <laughs> so stupid me, I send him an email saying, you know what? I think there was one thing in this document that you might need to look over and... <laughs> Oh my goodness. Just all professional too, I'm sure. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh and so anyway, so I said if you know, if you if you want to meet, I can just go over it with you quickly. And so he responded back. He said, Well, I think I've looked over that document, but if you wanted to come out for drinks with my friends and I'm okay with that. Oh my gosh. So he read right <laughs> through you. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he totally he said, and it's funny because we laugh about it now, but later on, he told me, he's like, the moment I, 
he got that email from me, he he knew. He's like, oh yeah, this is on. Oh, right? this for is sure. On. Oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, so I still didn't say yes. You'd think I would have said yes. Leah, I still didn't playing say, hard to get. But it it wasn't even that. I I just for some reason this guy. I've never felt like that before. This guy just Aww. made me feel so so like numb. I just had nothing, no words. Yeah. Right. I just went so ridiculous. Right. And so. Anyway, so I said, okay, well, you know, if you were wanting to go out with your friends, go ahead. Maybe we'll do this another time. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so he's like, cut it out, lady. Like, I just want to go out with you. I know. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I then afterwards called him, or it was another email, and I just had some silly banter. And then I said, well, how about brunch? Oh, sweet. And okay. so we ended up doing brunch. And so I let him go that night with his friends because I also felt weird. I'm like, I don't, I don't know this guy. I don't want to go and be with all of his friends. Right. right? I don't know what he was thinking. Where you would, yeah, like you're just kind of showing up, and they're like, "Who's this woman?" Right. And it's like, oh, uh, uh, she just did my yeah, divorce. Exactly. Right. We're, we're out celebrating <laughs> standard procedure. Right. So, mm-hmm. so I thought, okay, I don't want to be with his friends. So let's just do brunch. So, so we ended up doing brunch. It was a Sunday, and I thought it was just going to be a quick brunch we ended up spending seven hours together oh the best kind of dates yeah and it was and it's funny because it was a day date so we started off with brunch and conversation just flowed like we were old friends that's awesome and then I didn't know what else to do but I didn't want him to leave so I said I had to go shower curtain shopping because <laughs> I really was looking for a shower curtain, but it's really not something you do with someone you just met, right? Or or do you? I mean, right? you're proving your I love it. Yeah. And so, so I said, well, I have to go shower curtain shopping. He's like, okay, I'll come with you. So we went to like five different stores to find oh a shower God, curtain. Oh my God, to find this damn shower curtain. That's probably just like the most simple. Like, it totally yeah. was. Oh totally, just plain white. That right. was it, right? right? And so, but by then now, it's it's going into like we were hungry again because right. it's about three hours later so we're hungry again <laughs> so then we ended up going for lunch or like an early dinner so we had an early dinner and talked for another like two hours there and again conversation just flowed it was oh, like I had I been with that. him for so long and and then the date ended and the funniest part was he thinks he's so suave right <laughs> <laughs> so the date ends and we're now on the street corner and we're we're trying, you know, and it's always that awkward, like, what do you do? Do you kiss? Do right. you not? So it was sort of that awkward goodbye. And then he just leans over, plants one on me, and then and then leaves. Like literally runs and across then bolts. the oh runs across God. the street, gets into a cab, and then gone. So I Oh <laughs> my goodness. So I literally had no time to respond or anything. I was just left alone on the street. <sighs> I was like, Lucky oh. the cab was there. Yeah. I was like, wow, oh, okay. Right. I, I don't know what happened. Is that good? Is that bad? Oh, and, my gosh. But I was left just intrigued. He's so funny. He's like, well, Lee, I did that on purpose. Oh, I'm sure he, right? yeah, of He's course. He's like, because I wanted to leave you with that sense of mystery. <laughs> oh, so that's what you were doing, yeah. Yeah. Oh so And it was so funny. So And I mean, and then it, life just went from there, you know, and now we're married, right? And we've been together for almost 10 years. So that's sort of our love story. We started off in the weirdest spot because right. I was a 
assisting him with his divorce. Exactly. And, and like, like he said, you knew so much about him right. before he even knew anything about you. Right. And so, and so there was all of that. And then, and never ever would I have ever thought that I would have met my future husband while doing his divorce. Oh my gosh, I know. That's yeah. so nuts. Yeah. yeah. So, so do, do you guys tell the story differently? Like if he were sitting next to us right now, would he be like, no, no, Leah, but you forgot this part or, no. or I, well, that's not really what happened. Cause you know how sometimes couples do yeah. that. Yeah. No, no. The story is literally consistent with both of that's us. That's awesome. Yeah. So we know, we know we experienced it almost the same way. That's great. Yeah. So it was pretty, it's pretty good. But, um, and I mean, I'm so happy it happened, but very unconventional. Oh, very. <laughs> but you know what? Those are the best stories. Cause it's so boring to be like, oh, we met through mutual friends and hit it off. It's yeah. Like, All right. You know, give me more. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, and so that's my little love yeah. story. Of, <laughs> yeah. No, I love of that. Leah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so my, so we were kind of talking about some of our favorite love stories and mine's very unconventional too. And actually yeah. um, it's about my parents. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think you've kind of heard some of this, Leah, but I'll kind of fill you in. Okay. So um, my parents met in the, the eighth grade. Oh, wow. And I'm from Minnesota and a little bit more small townish type of feel type yeah. of thing. And you kind of remain friends with your same friends your whole life. Yeah. Everyone kind of sticks around. And so they were always in the same social group and they dated each other's friends and things like that. And it wasn't like they weren't, you know, they didn't date or anything when they were young. And then they met again, I think at a party when they were like 24, hit it off, got married, had three kids. Right. Well, so during that time, my parents actually got separated um, from each other Twice, probably, when oh, I was wow. younger. Yeah. Um, and I don't really remember it, but I mean, I kind of do, but it just seemed more normal and that's just kind of how it was. Right. And then when I was in sixth grade, so they had probably been married maybe like 15 years, mm-hmm. they got divorced. And as a kid, you know, I mean, I remember it differently now because now that just seems so long ago. Right. But um, the one thing that was interesting about them is that they, it wasn't that kind of ugly, messy, you know, stereotypical throw plates at each other, never want to see you divorce. It was like, it was such a mutual, like, love for each other still. Really? Yeah. So it was very much, and they made that very apparent to us kids. Like, you know, like, they did a very good job of putting the kids first. That's so great. Yeah, and they were still, like... I don't know. I can't even describe. Like, it's more like they were still each other's best friend. So maybe they just loved each other, but maybe couldn't live with each other. Right. You know, and like, it's so interesting now because kind of what happened from there is they were officially lived in separate houses, divorced for three years. Mm -hmm. Um, That was kind of when I was in high school. And, you know, we'd always see them together at events. And my dad would still come over for holidays. My mom, they would, you know, and, you know, they'd have conversations or they'd go out to dinners and things like that. But we never really thought much about it because they both dated other people. And it was just, I don't know. And I was also in high school. So it's not like I was like really um, paying attention to them. You were into yourself. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I had my own issues. That's right. I had my own, all my other boyfriends and friends to deal with. Yes. Um, Like every teenager. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And then actually when I was... I don't know, sometime mid-high school, they actually told, set us kids down and said, we're actually going to um, move back in with each other. We're going to buy a new, bigger house. Wow. In this, like, amazing neighborhood. We're going to move back in with each other, but we're not getting back together. Really? Okay, so that's weird, right? Okay, I was going to say, so confuse the teenage brain even more. (laughs) Well, and you know what the funniest part is that we, 
as children were kind of like weirded out because we were just getting used to the fact that they weren't together, that we're like, ew, like why are mom and dad getting back together? Like, why are they doing this? So, you know, they had separate rooms and it, I just can't even describe it through the years because they were, you know, living like they've been living like that since 2004. Mm-hmm. They slowly got back together. Really? So, yeah. So living with each other kind of put them, I guess, put them in that fr- frame of mind again that they're now living to living together right. and doing things together. So, yeah, just to kind of like end this kind of where it is now and then kind of give you my thoughts, like, because I have, I, trust me, I've thought about this through the years. Okay, so they are fully together, well, like so, as a couple now? Right, so then in 2000, and it would have been 13, they actually got officially married again. Oh my God, how sweet. In our backyard. Oh, that's so sweet. And it was so sweet. And like everyone, it was, it was so touching and sweet because I feel like, all of our friends and family have been like rooting for them for years. Yeah. And it's, it is this beautiful love story because, you know, it was always a joke like they call each other roommates through the years right. or things like that because yeah. they weren't ever officially married or like, oh, yeah, here's my ex-wife, Robin. Like it was just right. like a joke and became normalized Yeah, that once they kind of got married, it was like, okay, this isn't a joke. Like you guys are, you know, you you love each yeah. other. and You're together. You're together. <laughs> and, and I think my dad's friend kind of gave a little speech to the wedding. He said it perfectly because he's known them since they were you know, in eighth grade as well. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's always been Tom and Robin, but you know, they're best when they're Tommy and Robin together. You know, and it was just like, that's so true. And anyways, the reason why to kind of bring it full circle, why it's my favorite love story is because it so taught me as a child that love, it's more beautiful because love is messy and it was so real. Yeah. And like, I know now my parents are 100% together because they want to be. I remember my mom always telling me that love is active, love is a choice mm-hmm. that you have to make every day type of thing. Absolutely. And so I just, it's the, like, it's the perfect example. They literally chose each other. And I think that they needed, and unfortunately our society doesn't like work like this. I don't really know how it would, but you know, they needed that break. They needed to like divorce, grow up and kind of like. Well, yeah. Like what, so you said that they got married when, how old were they? I think. Um, like 24, 25. Yeah. So I mean, very young. that's quite young. So, right. you know, you still have a lot of living to do and a lot of growing up to do still. So maybe they needed that, like you said, needed that time and they were, and then they had three kids. And so they're right. just thrust into this adult life, maybe before they were ready or knew what to do with each other. Right. Yes. And like so many couples out there, the best thing is that unfortunately many couples don't recognize it for what it is that maybe they just need that break. Maybe they just need time to grow up with themselves, with each other to bring like that full love and commitment to each other. And, but they found it. Like they came back right. and they realized it because, because they actually really liked each other. Like that's the greatest part that's is that I mean. they actually yeah. really, and that's the thing is that they actually really liked each other. Right. So Love is something, like, to me, love and like are, are completely different, Interesting. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, are completely insight. different. Yeah. So, um, because I could love everyone, because I love everyone just as, as being part of being human, right? right? But I don't like everyone, because right. sometimes people are real assholes, or, right, right, right? right? And so I may not like you, but if you can actually like someone right. and like 
all their nuances and things like that. Like that's just liking a person. Like you just accept everything, right? Right, right. Because you love them because you have a heart and because you're human and because they're they're human and they have feelings and you have compassion and all that. But that like, so your parents was great because they actually liked each other. Right. And that love, and it just helped the love grow and may probably grow when in the best time for them. So they came back together. Right. And, and they're like, yeah, like in their late 40s or yeah, early 50s. And yeah. It would, have you ever seen that movie? Um, it's complicated with Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. So it's like that. <laughs> I like, I just watched it actually the other night. I identify with that movie so much because, yeah. right, it's a divorced couple that like gives it a go again and it really confuses the kids. Yeah. And, but it, it just talks about how, like, you know, some. I know many people's divorces and things like that, you always have that sort of like second thought or like, you know, oh, for sure. question it and maybe it's not really done and there's closure, especially if there's children involved. Yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. So it was just an interesting, you know, and I think too, like with everything else, one of the main things I took away too is that it was like this sort of like, you can take people for granted really easily. Mm-hmm. I think that they kind of needed to also, like you said, grow up, live apart, that type of thing. But then now some of the things that my mom, you know, or my dad couldn't stand about each other when they were younger. It's mm-hmm. kind of now like, well, you know, like that's just being in a relationship right? type of thing. Yeah. It's hard. It's not I, always easy. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny because I know a lot, of, a lot of couples will sometimes think, oh, it's the thing of the grass is always greener. Right. Right. And you don't realize like how, how green it is here, right? Exactly. Until it's not, until right. like they're gone or until you give it up. And then you think, oh my God, like it really wasn't that you bad. You know what? You'd think yeah. we'd learn, but that happens time and time again with everything. And it's everything. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. that is a beautiful love yeah, story. And you know, it's so great. And like it, the best part too, and I don't, I think you've talked about this a little bit too. And one of the things that helped our family and helped them so much is the humor through it all. Like oh. we never took each other, like ourselves seriously. We never took their situation seriously. It was always just like, this is mom and dad. We're a crazy family. Like, yeah. you know, it was never, and you know, it was so normal to us kids in our family. And that's all that mattered because, you know, I tell that story so many times and people are like, wait, what, how did that work? And they asked me questions that like, I don't even know the answer to or never even thought to ask myself because I just was so normal. Yeah. You know, like, oh, did your mom, you know, this happen or why did they get divorced or how many people did they date or what? And it's like, I I don't know. Like, you know, so it's just interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think having a sense of humor through anything, especially a difficult time, is always going to help you through it. And it doesn't mean that you don't have to take that thing seriously. Right, exactly. Right? But it doesn't just have to weigh on you, right? Like, as kids, I'm sure, you know, people probably asked you, so your mom and dad are roommates? Like, right. what does that mean? <laughs> do they have friends over? Yeah, like, do exactly. They, right? Right. And laugh about it because, sure, it sounds weird. Like, my parents are just roommates. Right, right, right. Like, exactly. Well, I'd almost yeah. kind of say it as like a funny, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. They, you know, and uh, and I'm sure as you got older, well, did they have to put a tie on the door? Right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? And... But laugh about it. It's like, okay, yeah, whatever. That's my parents. Right. No, exactly. And, you know, they're one of the happiest couples I know. Yeah. And that's the craziest part. And the beautiful thing is that regardless of how they were relating, they were always there for you kids, right? A hundred percent. And your siblings. And and so, and that was their main focus. Right. The fact that you guys never felt... uh, you know, felt that distance from them Never, or, felt that, yeah. or felt that disconnect is super great. So whatever, however they came around again, you know, they did a great job because 
you guys as, you know, as adult children now are, are pretty emotionally stable in that way because they, right. they made it that way. So who, you know, who cares what route they came, but they found each other. Well, and I think yeah. it's interesting too, as a child, you, you know, only see your parents as your parents. Yeah. And this was an interesting opportunity to see our parents also as like human beings that need a loving relationship, right? It's like, obviously like my mom, you know, we just, my mom would always connect it. Like when, when we're better, like people were better parents. So whether that's be- being better people together or separate. Right. So that was kind of an interesting to like yeah. take. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a beautiful way to, to raise a family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so props mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> yay to you. Yeah. That's a great love story. I mean, story. that was a condensed version of like, you know, <laughs> I don't even know, like 10 years of how oh many years, but yeah. obviously it wasn't always roses, but I just, like I said, I love it because it's unique and it's theirs and kind of just like your you know, story, like those are the great love stories because they're real and they're like authentic and yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they're yours. And they're your, yeah, exactly. Right. And as you said before, you know, it's work. And so maybe for anyone listening and newly in love or, or looking for love, love is work. Like your mom said, love is work. It doesn't, it's, you have to make a conscious effort. Active. Effort every day, conscious right. effort every day, because there are those times for sure where you are like, get the hell out of my face, right? <laughs> and it doesn't mean that I don't love you, right? But but you have to make that effort. There are times where you're going to be tested and, and tempted and all that, but you actively make that choice every single day, and that's what held your parents together. Right. That's what holds Jed and I together. And I think any ongoing couples, so anyone listening, if you're newly in love, just remember, love is constantly active, and it's a choice that you have to make every day to keep it going. Right, and exactly, and I feel like, too, like, the more you look at couples that you think are perfect or whatever, and they seem like, oh, it's so easy and everything, I mean, that's that just seems so false to me, you know, and it's not the real story. Right, but even within that, maybe they're working hard at it. To make it look like that, right? Like, right, yeah, exactly. Right? So, and there's always things behind the scene that nobody else sees, right? Right. There's a lot, for any couple, I don't think there's any couple out there that doesn't go through their moments of hardship at all. Right. And But you actively choose whether you're going to continue to love that person or not. Yes. Right? So I think that is probably the best advice, thanks to your mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that... You know, we could send to our listeners, to each other, yes. and just going forward with uh, love in our relationships. Yes, during the month of love. Yes, during our month of love. And that is an amazing story. Thank you so yeah, much for sharing course, that. Thank yeah. you to your parents for, yeah, for living it. Yes. <laughs> and uh, thank you to my husband for for being that love for me. And being that bold to ask you. I mean, I love that part of the story. Oh, yeah. He just he, right away was like, you know, and he knew he knew that he yeah. had you. Oh, yeah. He w- he was bold. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Is he still like that? Is he still pretty like... Yeah, when he wants to be. Right. Yeah, he, oh, he definitely is. But yeah, so thank you for listening. Continue to listen with us every week. We're going to continue with our month of love, and we will talk to you next week. 